This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Huracan 2017. Crush your enemies, drive them before you, and hear the lamentations of their women. Delve into the many aspects of the Dark Ages at Huracan 2017 from September 28th through October 1st and experience the best historical miniature gaming convention in Florida. Hosted by the Historical Miniatures Gaming Society South Chapter, Huracan offers both the novice and the veteran hobby gamer a fantastic weekend of tabletop excitement and camaraderie. There will be over 100 different game events across nine scheduled sessions, and these activities will include war games, role-playing games, and board games across a wide range of time periods, genres, and rule systems. In addition to the games, there will be merchant vendors selling game product and fast and furious flea market loaded with hidden treasures and fantastic deals. And there will also be some of the most talented and friendly gamers with whom you ever could hope to share a game table. Huracan 2017 will be held at the Park Inn by Radisson Resort and Conference Center in Kissimmee, Florida, just off of U.S. Highway 192. Special convention rate hotel rooms are $82 per night, plus tax, with no additional resort fees. Convention pre-registration admission price is $25 for HMGS South members or $40 for non-members. For more information, visit hmgs-south.com and follow the links to Huracan 2017. The Dark Ages don't miss out. Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and groveroots.com. Don't forget the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce Hello, Antoinette. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us interject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And let's do so on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways, you know, Nintendo, Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce, so pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the Happy Hour Podcast with Johnny and Duke, yeah. Hey everybody and welcome to another exciting episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And of course you got your main man Deuce. And Johnny is going to be back in just a minute. He's watching the kids because uh, Kyle doesn't, or Deuce doesn't own a calendar. Nor does he have any children. And did not know that tomorrow's the first day of school. So he's doing that. But of course while he's doing that, it's time for a good old Deuce salute. <sighs> can't, can't have an interview without a cold beer. At least not around here. And speaking of a cold beer and things we love, there's nothing we love more than Casa Commotion. So, guys, I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself, starting with you, Skylar, and then we'll move it to my left. I don't know what side it is on you guys' screen. All right, Skylar, you go first. All right. So, my name is Skylar Pinales, cosplayer. Uh, My handle is Skylord Cosplay. Um, Do I need to, like... Say something about myself, or you can say whatever you want, man. It's your time to shine. Um, uh, just a little background on myself. I've done cosplay for about three years officially. Jesus Christ! Cat tried to jump up and kill me. (laughs) Don't feel bad. We've got a cat that lives in the Happy Hour Studio, and he will randomly attack me as well. So that it's totally fine. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> next that. Um, so cosplaying officially for like three years, but in reality, I've been doing it since I was a little kid because I always love dressing up and having different outfits. And um, uh, I guess to go along with that, I do historical reenacting. So, and I hand make all my own clothing. Um, Meaning that of the time period, they didn't use sewing machines, so I don't use sewing machines. So everything's authentic and as close to what it was like. Now, is this, and, for the reenacting, is this like uh, reenacting, like war reenacting or like Renaissance Fair? Or what are we looking at here? 
Um, I do uh, war reenacting. I can do the American Revolution. I can do the French and Indian War. I can do the War of 1812, Mexican Revolution, not Revolution, Mexican-American War, and the American Civil War. Oh, nice. Well, that's that's a lot of bases you got covered there. And, of course, we have with us the heart and soul themselves of Casa Commotion. Dean and Shailene, <laughs> did I get it right? Shailene. Shailene, Okay. <laughs> Well, close enough for government work, but I've been working all day trying to get that thing right. So um, it, I'm so glad to have you guys back on. We had such a fun time at Sci-Fi Bartow, which are you guys going to be there again this year? We may actually, like, you know, appear, but I'm not sure we're going to be actually set playing because we've live, we have a lot of different um, schedules, um, I guess, commitments that we have to finalize before we, you know, well, it's that. all the way in February, too. So, I mean, you've got plenty of time to, to finalize schedules and things. But speaking of that, you guys' schedule is getting crazy busy. Uh, I think you guys were just at Supercon, if I remember correctly. Yes, that was – I've never – I've never seen so many people in such a small convention hall in all my life. That was crazy. Well, it's got to be interesting because I've never been to Supercon myself, but from what I understand – I guess the convention center is like really close to the beach and it just sounded like it was a really cool vibe down there. I'll be honest with you, I never saw the beach because <laughs> we pretty much, you know, we ate, breathed, and sleep convention. I mean, there was no going out for us. I think we went to Wendy's and Win Dixie. That's yeah. about it. We didn't go anywhere. Oh, trust me, I understand. When you get in that con mode, you're eating, sleeping, breathing the con, like when we do it because yeah. we're working for the con. Literally, the only two things I see is the con in my hotel room and the back of my eyelids, and that's about it for the yeah. whole yeah. the whole weekend. About it. You know, the thing with with me is that Mike and Moore make up, um, and that's kind of like we've been blessed to have Skyler accompany us uh, for Salt Lake Comic Con. Uh, he's going to be our Star Lord, and I'm Gamora, and Gamora's makeup is two and a half hours. Mm. That's a commitment right there. Yeah, <laughs> so that that's another reason why we never really went anywhere because it takes almost as long to take the makeup off. And, you know, um, Supercon was letting out like about 8 o'clock, so... Yeah, we would pretty much just do the con all day. Uh, it would take another hour to get out of makeup, and by then it's bedtime, so we can start all over again at 10 tomorrow morning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we actually, we just got done doing a, a, a month's worth of interviews that we released to the fans from Inked and Geeked. And a lot of it was uh, the fans, as we like to call them, the JNDs, were making fun of me because I didn't do any of the after parties. And I was like, guys, you got to understand, when you're working for a con and you've worked all day, after party is the last thing on your mind. Like, you're ready to get out of that work uniform. I, I think I watched maybe every night 30 minutes of ESPN and went to bed. Like, I had no time <laughs> for all this. All the youngins, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to the cosplay after party. I'm like, well, good luck with that. Tell me how that is in the morning. Yeah. It was it was interesting you mentioned that because on Saturday night I was on a panel at ten thirty at night and then right after that they had the Star Lord, you know, after party, you know, whatever. And right. I wasn't gonna go at first and then like the others that were on the panel were like, You need to go. I mean you're because I was still in cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> so I went and uh I was very tempted to stay, but I did not. I'm glad I didn't because no, I was home in bed. Yeah, you were. And <laughs> You were like, I've already passed out. Good luck getting that makeup off. <laughs> <laughs> I Ubered. I Ubered it, you know. So, yeah. but yeah, we're really excited having Skylar with us because when Dean, you know, and I might be getting ahead of our, ourselves here, but when we met Skylar, actually Dean met him first, he was raving about Skylar. He kept saying, this kid looks just, and I don't mean any disrespect, but he was like, this kid looks just like Chris Pratt. And I'm a skeptic, so I was like, yeah, right. And <laughs> when he walked in the booth, I mean, I was trying not to, like, have my mouth drop to the floor because I could not believe how much he did look like, or he still does, excuse me, look like Chris Pratt. So I was like, oh, yeah, this this guy is, like, the real deal. Yeah, so I, was, I was out stretching my legs. Um, <clears throat> we were in the set for hours, and I just wanted to. Yeah, the set, and we um, we just finished having a big rush of people, and it goes in ebbs and flows. So the rush came in, we had a whole bunch of people come into our booth, and then it just kind of died out. And at that moment, I said to her, 
um, I said to Shalane, I'm just going to go take a quick walk around, just stretch out, just see what's going on. Because you know how it is. You don't yeah. see the con. No, the you con, don't right? because you're stuck behind yeah. a table. And I I don't know about you, but I'm getting older and my knees sitting in that position for so long. I'm like, I got to stretch these bad boys out. That and I'm in cowboy boots. So I'm like, I got I got to go to walk. So, yeah. We're standing. Ooh, that's <laughs> so even worse. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. So I took a lap around and just out of the corner of my eye, I saw Skylar in his Star-Lord costume we weren't even doing no we we're, were, we're, we're doing gotham then so i was still in my oswald cobble pot but i saw him from a distance and i knew i had to get back because with luck every time i go to stretch my legs that's when a new line forms oh and she yeah starts screaming get me back you know how that goes it's the murphy's law so i saw him real quick and he knows i was kind of rushed when i saw uh um i, I saw Skylar uh, and i said um hey listen here's my business card uh this is our booth number you need to come over and meet my wife we're planning on starting to do um, the, uh, a new motif, and we're going to do Guardians of the Galaxy instead of Gotham for a short while. And I think you'd be great in our booth, because what I basically do, part of one of the many things I do for our business, for Cause of Commotion, is I look for the talent. Yeah. And I know that uh, at age 58, I do not look like Star-Lord. I get it, even though I do it when I'm with Shalane, but I'm wearing a big helmet, so I can hide that. But the fact is that I'm always looking for somebody that can do what I do better. That's fine. Yeah. So anyway, I uh, saw my Chris Pratt look like. I saw him and I said, this is the guy I want. And, whoa, it wasn't about an hour later, he came strolling over and Slane said, yeah, that's right. This is the, yeah, you're right. He looks great. And so now I've not, I've not, haven't been demoted, but what we're going to do is, because I'm more than happy to have him do our Star-Lord, is that I just am in the finishing touches of doing his father, Ego, Oh, nice. I think you'll be perfect yes. at that, Dean. Yes, yeah, so all this gray hair and gray whiskers, sure. And so I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be doing the ego part, and it's going to be great. So that's going to be um, a really good cast once we all get in the the set together. Plus, with the updates that I'm making to the set, yeah. Well, I thought it was actually brilliant once you kind of like decided to branch out and do Guardians of the Galaxy because I'm always thinking like a businessman. I was like. Well, for me, that's brilliant because when you go to a con, you can say, like, which do you want? And plus, if I remember correctly, at the time when you were starting the whole Guardians of the Galaxy thing, we were still kind of in limbo if we were getting another season of Gotham or not. So it's like, it's always good to have yeah. that backup plan. Like, okay, if this gets canceled, we can do Guardians of the Galaxy because they're going to be making these movies forever as long as Chris yeah. Pratt wants to do it, I think. Because that's hands down my favorite franchise when it comes to Marvel is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So I think uh, just from a, a business standpoint that that was brilliant on you guys' part. Yeah, we've never – I've always been thinking that I never want to be a one-trick pony in the cosplay world. Uh, that's dangerous because then you live and die by whatever you're, you're good at. So you got to be good at a bunch of things. So, yeah, we're going to do Guardians, and we'll find out what's next after that too. Well, that's – I like I said, I think that's brilliant because, like you said, if you're a one-trick pony – if you cosplay only one character and that character dies or the show gets canceled or whatever, then the popularity of that character in your cosplay kind of it's ride or die along with that character, depending on what they're doing. So I think it's brilliant because, I mean, I've seen you guys do The Walking Dead and you do a great job at that as well. Um, so and it's also got to be nice if I'm the con director and I hire you for the con to know that I've got like multiple choices like. You could do Guardians one day, and you could do Gotham the next, or, you know, whatever. Like, mm -hmm. I've got choices as somebody hiring you to come in and perform at my con of, like, what you can do. And I think anytime you've got more tools in your toolbox, it just makes you way more useful. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, another thing I, I feel, um, you know, that's going to be a really good convention for us in Utah was we just recently acquired a rocket um statue if Rocket you will raccoon. yeah rack so and he's three foot tall oh nice and he looks yeah so it's just it's just going to be you know one thing more one more thing yeah he'll literally be our fourth actually fifth character because now <laughs> we have skylar myself and we have shalane we've always had the baby group so that's kind of like the fourth right. character but uh with this uh three foot unbelievably screen accurate rocket mm -hmm. raccoon it's going to be yeah, – we're going to have a full cast in there. It's going to look really good. Well, then that's going to be awesome. And plus, like I said, you know, Guardians, I believe, next week is going to drop on Blu-ray, and it's so popular right now. And with them yeah. being in Infinity War – I think War, it's out now. Isn't it, Skylar? 
You can buy it digitally, but it comes out on DVD, Blu-ray on the 22nd. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I had it on my calendar. Because I'm I'm old school. I don't do anything digital. I always I want I want a hard copy. So I was like, all right, well, I got to wait three weeks and get it on a disc. Because I I just first I'm old school. I just don't like anything like digital that it could you know just go away or whatever. Yeah, I kind of want the hard copy. I want the you know, and I want the set. I'm hoping that they'll sell it as a set. You know, that's that's what I want. Um, but something else that Skylar does that I am a big fan of is he doesn't just look like Chris Pratt. You know, now Skylar, I'm going to embarrass you a little bit. You know, but I think he can handle it. I've been I've been kind of stalking his Instagram page, and I've watched him. He's he acts like him. He sounds like him. He's recited a few of Chris Pratt's monologues from Park and Recreation and from Jurassic Park and from Guardians. So this is another reason why he is such an amazing addition to our our, uh, our group. It's unfortunate that he's moving, <laughs> but I understand, you know. But at the end of the day, I mean, he is going to be a very valuable uh piece to our guardian um troop for sure nice well i think you now what are the next conventions you're doing it because is it salt lake city like the next big one yes that's the next big one i was actually um communicating with uh cory weingardner who's actually the marketing director and so we're trying to get some things squared away there but yeah um that one uh, the reason why we we picked that one is because one of the things that we wanted was to get our face out there as far as like the major cons and right. from what i read salt lake city is kind of like it's right underneath you know san diego they're kind of like head and head there's about 120,000 people i mean that was last year's um you know numbers this year michael rooker is going to be there so that's just another reason why that you know we had to be there and Skyla had to be there, so it's yeah. going to be amazing. <laughs> well, and that's the cool thing, too, because when guests like that are there, they walk around the con, and it's good to build relationships with those people and meet those people that are in the franchise you're doing, like a good buddy of ours, Cecil uh, Gardner, who does Cecil yeah. Grimes cosplay. Like, whenever he's at the Walker Stalker cons, like, he's met enough of the people where they'll, like, swing by the booth and say, hey. And it's nice to be able to the point where it's like, hey, I've got Norman Reedus in my Rolodex. Or, you know, like, these are people that were con buddies and we hang out and stuff. And that's, you know, getting to the bigger cons gets you a better chance of having, you know, meet and greets and small moments with those people, like uh, Michael Roker. Mm -hmm. And I just think that as a whole, that can only improve everything you're doing just like a supercon karen gilliam was there so you know having people like that around can only help well that's true now mind you because as we stated earlier we worked the con so we didn't get a chance to see her but we but we did get a chance to see palm and forgive me scarlet maybe you can help me out i can't pronounce her last name she's the one who plays mantis how do yeah. you say her last name i think it's clementine yeah that that probably yeah. is correct because Phonetically, I mean, I mean, that'd be the way that I would, you know, uh, try to pronounce right. it, but I didn't want to wreck it. But we had a chance to attend her, um, her uh, Q and A there, and you know, of course, I had to ask a question because I wanted right. her to see me and my, you know, my Gamorism and stuff. And yeah, it was definitely one of those, those situations when she saw me. It was like, oh, hi, Gamora. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it was pretty. It was pretty good. Now, obviously, she didn't walk around. That would have been nice. But then again. When we went to that convention, literally, when we came down the escalator, it was like being at, I mean, like where the celebrities were, it was like like this, like shoulder to shoulder. And yeah. then by the time you got to the cosplayers alley, that area, it was still packed. It was still thick, you know. So it was it was a good show for sure. Well, um, but that's always been one that's been on my my list of cons I want to do that in Dragon Con. Um, you know, we just, we have not had the opportunity, but, uh, if you're talking to people in Salt Lake city, if they want a fair to Midland podcast to come and show up the, they know how to get yeah. a hold of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then right after that, so here's the crazy part. So, you know, we drive, we have to drive because yeah. that's their little set. So we're going to drive to Utah and do Salt Lake. And then we're going to turn right around and drive and go straight to Tampa Bay. 
and Skyler's going to be with us with, over there as well. Yeah, two weekends in a row. One one weekend in Salt Lake, and then one Megaton, in Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, and then back home to Orlando. Right wow! So it's it's back to back, which is nuts. And I'll tell you, I'll I'll I'll, I'll throw you if you don't mind me. Uh, a really good idea is the trailer that you're using for it. If you do a wraparound on it and sell ad space, it's brilliant because you're driving all yeah. the way. Oh, you're already there? Yeah, we definitely have the, you know, we have a wrapped, you know, we have a logo yeah. on the trailer. So, you know, you see us coming. Plus, we have yeah. the, the duplicate magnet logo on our Jeep. Right. But we are trying to obtain sponsors, you know, and in conjunction having their logo, their name, whatever on our trailer since we are traveling yeah yeah you know, i mean you're going we're, all the way to salt lake city you're going to all these cons to me personally it's like that's a golden opportunity to get somebody to throw you throw you some money even if it's just gas and food money something because i mean yeah. getting something to throw up on there with their logo it's just a great idea yeah our friend uh cecil grimes cosplay yeah. has been doing that for a while since he started and uh he's had some success with it and he uh, just like you he made the same suggestion, so we um, we're actually working on that right now with a couple of companies that are local here, and some others that are a little more national. We'll let everybody know once we close the deals. Nice, yeah. nice. Well, uh, definitely. How if that's something maybe somebody is interested in? How do they get a hold of you and say like, hey, maybe we want to get our ad on the trailer? Well, they could definitely you know go to our website www.causeofcommotion.com. Um, they can also email us at causeofcommotion at gmail.com. Those are probably two quickest way. Well, of course, Facebook. You know, everyone has a Facebook, so we have a Facebook yeah, page also. On, Facebook tends to be one of the easiest ways. It's cause of commotion, C-O-S-A commotion. There you go. And Skylar, how can they find you on Facebook and Instagrams and all that fun stuff? Um, they can just use my, my handle like I gave earlier, Skylord Cosplay. I've got a... Facebook page that you can go and like, and then also my Instagram as well. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with more of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by the Lakeland Role-Playing Guild. Join the adventure with the Lakeland Role-Playing Guild. Founded in 2000, the Guild starts its 18th year of supporting and promoting the role-playing game hobby in September with a big anniversary party and some lightly structured games. The Guild hosts too many convention-style game nights every month on the 2nd and 4th Fridays where you can find up to four scheduled and prepared games plus up to three open tables all ready for a packed four hours of hobby-centered fun and fellowship. Among the regularly scheduled games on the LRPG's rotating calendar are three exclusive in-house ongoing campaigns one exclusive in-house mini campaign anthology series and a few periodic episodes of members personal home campaigns the majority of those games are rpgs but miniature war games hit the guild tables as well along with the occasional board game some events also feature instructional clinics and roundtable discussions on a variety of game rules techniques and theories so all participants can share their experience and learn more about the hobby from each other. The Guild also has planned gaming-free social outings on those random fifth Fridays that pop up some month. And of course, members of the LRPG take part in area conventions as players and game masters, as well as coordinate some activities with other gaming clubs. For more information on the Lakeland Role-Playing Guild, visit the website at lakeland rpg Dot com or check out the social media at facebook.com slash Lakeland Roleplaying Guild and on Twitter at Lakeland RPG plus hashtag Dice on the Road. Lakeland Roleplaying Guild, they play games. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. Now announcing they are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. 
Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com. Pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with the happy hour with Johnny Deuce, and I'm back. Yeah, hey. Johnny's yeah. back because he's yeah. done watching the kids. But yeah. there was something that they hit on, Scholar, that I wanted to say. I said, number one, it is really cool that they say that you look like Chris Pratt. Like, that, that is a compliment, sir, because me, when people say I look like Chris Pratt, it's like, yeah, you look like Chris Pratt. And I'm like, awesome. And like, yeah, the one from, like, season two of Parks and Rec when he's, like, <laughs> 190 pounds and just, like, a walrus. And I'm like, oh, that's that's not cool. Like, ain't nobody got time for that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but it's awesome that you kind of embrace, like, all of the different things that Pratt's done, like the Parks and Rec and the Jurassic World, because, you know, if you're kind of already in that box, you might as well, you know, move that box as much as you can. I agree, absolutely. But speaking of on boxes, you need to click yes on the box that's voting for Casa Commotion for the Spacey Awards. And, Dean, what's going on with the Spacey Awards? Because I know you're up for it again this year. Yeah. Um, this is our first time. Yeah. Oh, is it? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all right. Yeah, we, we actually, last year during the Spacey Awards, we barely existed as, a, as an entity. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, this is kind of so – we're still sort of in our first year kind of as far as being a, a business. So, yeah, so um, this is our first crack at it, so we were able to get in, I think, um, what's the date that we're doing it on? I know September 8th. September 8th. So it's going to be before we go to um, Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. It's going to be our last hurrah here in town because it's in Cocoa, right around the corner from Orlando. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, it's sort of the uh, sort of kind of the Academy Awards for um, for our business sort of kind of yeah. in, in the space coast yeah yeah basically what the species awards are what it what it is it's a celebration of independent artists you know um from artists to cosplayers to um oh gosh so many different entities i mean there's I'm, i don't want to like you know go down the whole list but they went through um several different um entities of the cosplay community and they first just wanted nominations. And then from the general list of nominations, then they went to a, a second voting process. Again, it was, you know, based on popular vote. And then the third one now with uh, finalists, there's three in each category. And what and how they're doing it now is there's a, a group that's actually doing the voting. It's like an academy. It's like the academy. Yeah, academy. I think it's a group so, of judges if it was like it was last year. Like they had five or six yeah. local people like, I think one of the guys from Beer Comics was one. Like, they've got, like, five or six people that are kind of like, like you said, like the Academy, and they kind of choose sure. once you get to that final, you know, level of what, who's going to get what, and, uh, you know, which I think is interesting. Yeah, it's, um, and so out of the three, you have Cecil Grimes, you have Chris Twillman, and then you have us. So you have Walking Dead, Walking Dead, Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> so... I think I think what I'll do that uh, what I'll do what we'll do that night is even though we are totally embracing guardians right now what we'll do is when we return that night we are going to return as what everyone remembered us as which was Gotham so fish will live again for at least one more day <laughs> Well there you go because I mean I think that's smart and also it, being in your boat it's got to be a little uh what's the $10 word I'm looking for it's got to be daunting because Cecil's a returning champ. So, I mean, it's, oh, it's Cecil, yeah. Cecil's awesome. He's a you know Cecil yeah. is a good friend of ours. Obviously, um, he's yeah. the one who inspired us to get into the business. And Chris Twelman is literally the most unbelievable Abraham you've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, as far as cosplay goes, from The Walking Dead, both really good friends of ours. Um, so it's sort of. Uh, we're 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 just happy that we're in such good company with all that, and um, yes, Cecil's kind of been the man doing that, and, and if he continues, that's great too. Um, we're all, we're all friends, and this is what we like to do. And um, I know that sounds like you're just saying that, but literally, we 
are friends with them and we do things with them and it's it's we're, we're at cons with these guys mm-hmm. and um for us it's just fun to do it all together and it you know if you do well that's great uh we're all happy just to be there together uh and get the recognition that we've been getting in such a short period of time mm-hmm. i'm happy that's fine it's yeah. also going to be awesome too because you said before like last year you weren't even an entity really and now you've grown yep. and like it's got to be an awesome accomplishment on your end just to see where you guys started to where you are now yeah, it kind of happened yeah. kind of quick, which is exactly what happened with Cecil. I remember it's almost the same kind of trajectory. He just kind of took off real quick, and and we did as well. And then I know that Chris Twelman did as well. He, when he started, just kind of took off really fast for him. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's all to do with him coming on our show and spending the night at my house. I want to take folk and I'm totally, I'm, I'm totally, totally kidding on that one, Cecil, because we love you to death. We've known Cecil for a while, and he's a good friend of ours, and he did – our show back when it was a little we were still fair to midland podcast oh yeah i think we had we we didn't even break 100 yet no we we hadn't even break broken 100 episodes yet and he came and his uh lovely actually i don't think it's his girlfriend anymore he thinks his fiance spent the night at the house and uh we had a good time and we did a couple episodes and we love that cat to death and i think that's the cool thing is like you said it's like you guys are all friends you know each other so it's a camaraderie thing it's not a a competition thing which i think kind of ma- puts like a little extra nice layer on it kind of the icing on the cake of well even if we don't win we're in a category with a bunch of amazing cosplayers that we're friends with so it's kind of like we all won already yeah, it's it's great, and there's room for everybody in this particular business, especially in the cosplay set play world. Um, there's room for everybody. There are so few of us doing it anyway, but um, we're all doing our own thing, and 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 there's so many places to go, and so many cons to go, and so many cities to go to. There's there's room for everybody to stretch their wings and do well. But I think that that's kind of what sets you guys apart, which is neat because you hit on it, the term, and I think it's beautiful, set play, because you bring a full set with you. Even some of the biggest cosplayers out there, Yaya Han, Jessica Nigeri, they don't bring a whole set with them. They just bring their costumes, but you come to the party and, like, you've got a whole set that people can walk on to. They can feel like they're a part of the experience. They can get an amazing photo to take home with them and put on their desk and put on social media. And I think that that bumps you like three levels up above your just your normal cosplayer. Yeah, it it makes it a little it's a little um, confusing sometimes when we contact these conventions about you know possibly being a guest with them, and we kind of have to explain you know uh, what we do, and then we actually send you know we send them pictures, and then just to, you know when when it was Gotham at the time, we actually had the clip of the meeting when I actually met Robin Lord Taylor just to show them that, you know, this is where we are. We're not random cosplayers, you know, no disrespect, but we're not the cosplayer that are posing by the restrooms. I mean, you're going to get an experience with us. It's exactly what you said. So that's why we have to up our game. That's the reason why we look for people like Skylar mm-hmm. and like the others that you're going to see from the um, Gotham group. You know, each one were handpicked. It wasn't by chance. Yeah, we, we have pretty high standards as to who gets the set put inside of our set, and uh, Skylar's dead on. That's exactly what we were hoping for and looking for. And, and trust me, guys, we'll be sending photos to all you guys in social media. When you see the set that we, that we built, when you see all of our characters doing what we do, you're going to be impressed. It's going to be so neat, and I know the fans are going to love it. They're going to love getting in there. It's going to be just – we're so looking forward to it. And it's just – it's going to be what everybody expects, screen quality – um, cosplayers. It's going to be good. Well, I mean, I, I'm still reminiscent of the photo of the two of you underneath the umbrella at Sci-Fi Barto when it was actually raining. I was like, you could <laughs> not have... Awesome. Yeah, like, that was the greatest picture, and it was one of those things where you know, it was kind of a bad situation because it was raining and you were worried about the set and we were doing the interview and we were worried too because we had all our sound equipment out there and our mics and everything and we're like huddled up with trash bags and trying to figure it all out. (laughs) And the funny thing is that is the first time, uh, because I think we're on year five this year, so that was year four, the first time it had ever rained during the event. So, like, that was a first for being outdoor every year and never having rain. Um but it worked out perfect, and it was so neat. But uh, it also brings me back around to the fact that when you talk East Cons, you got to explain to them that you've got 
you've got a set. You're like, no, 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 I don't need a table. I need, you know, X amount of room because we've got to put yeah. this thing up. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to once you add, you know, the you already had the baby group, but once you add the Rocket Raccoon to your set and how interesting that's going to look. Now, Skylar, have you yeah. seen the Rocket Raccoon yet? Yeah, I saw the uh, the pictures and the videos that they had posted, and another buddy of mine in Utah actually has one of them, so I've I've seen them pretty up close. Nice. It's Skyler. <clears throat> Excuse me, Skyler. Uh, you have before we um, wrap this episode up. I have to have you do the famous Chris Pratt uh, GIF from when he's when he's doing like the whoa. Whatever oh, that, okay. yeah, I'll have to have you do that because it's it's that always makes me laugh. But I think of Chris Pratt because like he see to Deuce and I, he was already like famous to us before he really like it was the Everwood deal. Right? Yeah, like we yeah. watched Everwood back yeah. when we were in like college. Yeah, because I remember I'd watch it every week with my folks, and I'd mm-hmm. go I go from my apartment to their house, and we'd have dinner and we watch Everwood together. And Chris Pratt was on it, and the whole time I'm like, this guy's gonna be somebody. Like yeah. I don't know who he's gonna be or what he's gonna do, but this guy. <laughs> is going to be more than this kind of little shtick role. And he, he did Everwood for, he like, really, five or six he seasons. He yeah. did that for a while. Yeah. And then he showed up on Parks and Rec, and I'm like, oh, that man. That really changed his dynamic of yeah. who he was as an actor, I think, because he got to be a little bit more uh, improv, a little bit, a little comedy, yeah. multiple takes they did with him, and it just, like, a lot of the stuff is just – he yeah. made that show for me. So. Oh, he did. And a little Gotham connection, I found out today he was on the O.C., Along with the guy who plays Commissioner Gordon he was, on Gotham, yeah. and I was like, I was like, holy yeah. cow! Like that's a throwback, and just to find out that well, he was on now, that show. Now we have to you that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of when I watch Gotham. In my mind, I actually think it's the same kid from the OC, but he just grew up, and now he is in charge of Gotham. Like that's how exactly. I like fan canon in my head. The show. I'm like, no, that's Ryan from the OC. He just changed his name, and now he's Commissioner Gordon, and he's you know running around with baby. Batman. Yeah. That's funny. They moved from California to Yeah, to exactly. Gotham. He got tired of living in California, and he's like, you know, I need to live in the grimy city. Maybe did a couple to- tours of duty in between he'd to get the skills. Stuff, so. He'd seen some stuff, and he's yeah. like, I-, I can't go back to California, you know. <laughs> and then he decides to-, to go to Gotham, and then stuff starts popping. That's fan canon in my head. I-, I don't know about anybody else's, but that- that's how I watch it. Because every time I see it, I'm like, that's Ryan from the OC. Like, I... It takes me a minute to like take him seriously because I'm like, okay, he's a different guy now. Come on, so true, true. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's really exciting to see. You know, because you guys talked about the Spacey Awards earlier. It's just awesome to have like, you know, in the last five years, cosplay has just turned a whole nother level, and it be able to have you know shows and programs and awards and all this that kind of dedicated to that love. It really puts uh, cosplay. It's like a love letter to cosplay. It's like really lifting it up and putting it in the limelight. And showing up all these amazing talents like you guys who put all their dedication and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours into your craft. And it really gets to show. And I think it's awesome that, you know, the, the cosplay world's really kind of, you know, getting that push. It's really exciting. Yeah, and a shout out to the Spaceys for doing True. that. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Yep. All right, Scala, you're on. I didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think, right, Scott? So Go ahead. <laughs> that's pretty spot that's on. Perfect. That's, that's pretty really spot good. On. Good job. They can, folks at home can't see it, but no. we, we we just uh, well. Let yeah. me ask this for, because good. folks at home can listen. Is there like a favorite Chris Pratt line or like small lo- monologue or something that like the fans like for you to do? Or you like this is my like if anybody asked me to like impersonate Chris Pratt, this is my go-to. Um. I usually sing uh, whenever I do like um, Parks and Rec, Andy Dwyer or Burt Macklin. I usually sing like Five Thousand Candles in the Wind. Um, when I'm usually Star Lord, I'll do the 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 music box flip off. That's awesome. Oh, okay, <laughs> easy now. Yeah. <laughs> PG show here. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've done pretty good. I haven't. We broke, have. I haven't broke the F barrier once tonight, so we're doing. Pretty yeah, good. we're doing yeah. pretty good so far. It's gonna get a clean rating on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Th- this can be added with the other four we've got out of three hundred. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Deuce is not on the loose just yet. So no, no, I, I was on good behavior. You've been on good behavior. You know, yeah, they, they, you know, they're trying to run a business here. They are. Yeah. They are. You don't want to cause a commotion. <laughs> exactly. Oh! oh, dad joke. Johnny showed up. It only took forty-one <laughs> minutes, folks. <sighs> I'm here for the, I see the what dad you jokes. Did there. Yes. <laughs> he said, "I'm here for the dad jokes and the cheap PBR." <laughs> that, that's why Johnny showed up. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, no, it's really exciting. Um, what is because I wasn't here during the first half. What is your your next event? You said it's uh, coming soon, and you were talking about it earlier, right, Coco? Or well, so here's September. September sure. alone is like nuts. So September eighth, we've got um, the Spacey Awards, and then September seventeenth is when we actually drive down to Utah because uh, Salt Lake Comic Con is the twenty first to twenty third, and then. No sooner do we break down, we're going to get back in our Jeep and haul butt back to the other side of the country. We're going to do MegaCon Tampa Bay. Wow, that's very busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I want to throw out for the Spacey Awards real quick, it, and I'll be very polite about it. Um, we politely bowed out this year of the Spaceys, but our good buddy, uh, Marku42, is yes. in the running. Yes. So if you go and vote, make sure for podcast you vote for – Marku42, those guys are great. Christian is a good buddy of mine. He's been my booth buddy at many conventions and pulled my fat out of the fire more times than I can remember just because he gets in the trenches with me and does the hard work. So a big shout-out to Christian and Marku42. And if you're voting, you know, make sure to throw them guys a vote when it comes to podcasts because I think if there was anybody, we'd give our official seal of approval since we bowed out to give your vote to. I, I, agree. I would 110% yep. agree. It'd be so all the Hoodians out there in the world. And all the J&Ds go over there. The J&Ds, yep. Go over there and just uh, give a little uh, love to the, uh, the Mark 42. Yeah. There you go. And check out their booth. I'm sure he's selling everything. Last time he, I yeah, was with him, he was selling everything. It wasn't bolted down. <laughs> yeah, we, we love Mark. We love Christian. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah. they were at Florida Supercon also. And... Uh, they, I mean, man, I mean, it was like seeing all their pictures with uh, Peter Capaldi. Is am I saying the last name correctly? They were, they were doing like this, this um, Doctor Who cosplay contest, um, and um, Peter, he kind of snuck in, and just, I mean, they totally was not expecting it. So Patty Hawkins, who was, you know, emceeing the whole thing, he was totally blown away and caught by surprise. And then, you know, just seeing the pictures. If you go to their Facebook page, I mean. You could tell they really had a good time, so it was definitely good confidence for sure. So, how many? Who's all going to the Salt Lake one? Is the whole? Is the two of you, or is it the whole group, or a group? Skylar's going. Skylar's, you're going too. Okay. Uh, Skylar, have you been to Salt Lake before? Oh, I'm actually from Utah. Oh, you're from Utah. Okay. Well, there you go. Yes. So. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was it was yeah. sort of like in the cards when I asked him if he wanted to go to uh, Salt Lake Comic Con with us, and he said that's where he's from. Perfect. Everything I mean, just kind of came together. The cards yeah. all fell into place. That's I was awesome. like, all right, the best He's trip like, ever. And I don't want to put you on blast if it's something you don't want. Is that where you might be allegedly moving to, is Salt Lake? Yeah, I'm, I'm moving back to Salt Lake, nice. Utah and all that. Nice. Well, I, from what I've heard, Salt Lake in Utah is a beautiful area. I've never been myself because I don't like to fly unless it's to Jamaica. Um, <laughs> So that that's awesome, man. So number one, congratulations to you and good luck on your trip. But I think it's awesome how the stars, like you said, like literally, Dean, you were just going to stretch your legs, and then all these stars kind of aligned and kind of perfectly meshed to make it all work out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I love when a plan comes together. Well, okay. So another, again, I'm not. I'm trying to embarrass you, Skylar, but I have to do it. So Dean, <laughs> Dean, you know, meets Skylar, and he Skylar comes to the booth. And Skylar tells us about how this one guy goes and says behind I guess he was behind Skylar and he went and said, Oh look, it's another Star Lord. Mm-hmm. And his response was perfect because he whips his head around and he does it in the Chris Pratt style. Thanks. <laughs> and you know, and then and it was a smile and everything. And it was like it was magic. So Skylar, when I say lightning in a bottle, Stuff like that is what I'm referring to. It's organic. You can't recreate that even if you wanted to. So I just think it was just, it was like 
divine intervention that you know you met Dean and yeah and now we're going to make Salt Lake a, an annual trip obviously we're going to go every year to Salt Lake so now we always know that we'll be doing as long as the franchise keeps going we'll be doing a guardian set and always inviting uh, Skylar to be there with us because uh, that's 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 going to be our place to go do guardians because we have our Starlord waiting for us yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, and that's awesome, and it and it's great for you guys, and it's also, I know at least for the two of us, I love those things that I can pencil in every year. Like, as soon as we're done with Sci-Fi Bartow, I can pencil in the next year. Same thing with our good buddies at Free Play Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can just go ahead and pencil them in for the next year, and it's nice to have cons like that that are kind of like your home away from home because, I mean, there's no two places I feel happier every year than when I'm at Free Play Florida and Sci-Fi Bartow because they... They make us feel like kings among men, which I, I don't know who pulled the wool over their eyes on that one, but uh, uh, we're glad they did. So, <laughs> you guys got them fooled. We sure did. We <laughs> sure did. What's that that old Irish saying? I hope you make it to heaven an hour before the devil knows that you're late. So, <laughs> truth, truth. Uh, yeah. So, speaking of guardians, I mean, guardians was such a such a phenomenon, like because it was a. a a movie that people went into not really knowing what to expect. It oh, was yeah. like the dark horse from Marvel because people were like, what is Guardians of the Galaxy? Even I think Deuce that's what I, made it so right, much easier. We, even you and I are, are avid comic book readers, and we not we only knew a little bits and pieces about yeah. it. We didn't. We weren't heavy readers of Guardians of the Galaxy. And we went in, and I think it just blew everyone away and knocked everyone's socks off. It had that word of mouth. It was very organic as well. People were like, you got to go see Guardians. you got to yeah. go see Guardians. And James Gunn, hats off to him. He's a fantastic director. He really made it his own yeah. film. It didn't feel like a superhero yeah. film. It felt like a space opera. You know, it was really great. And that's why I'm actually, because Infinity War is going to be right around the corner. And that's why oh I'm, my God. I, number one, I'm super excited about it. But number two, I feel okay because word on the street was every single day the Guardians were on set, James Gunn was there because he kind of had to approve and say, yeah, Storlord would do that. Or, yeah, no, he wouldn't do that. So it's like... He wanted to kind of keep an eye on his characters because he's like, you know, these are my babies. And, like, I'm the ones that have shepherded this into a big franchise. I don't want some other director to get him. And now Star-Lord's being an a-hole or something, you know? Like, he's doing something way out of character. Or so. Michael, Michael Bay comes in and just yeah, totally exactly. explosions everywhere yeah. all the time. And So, yeah, I, I was like, that that's brilliant. So it makes me feel like it's in good hands. Of course, Guardians is going to be dropping next Tuesday, the 22nd, if you want to pick it up on Blu-ray. Yes. Uh, which I know I'll be doing. Guardians be, of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yep. Yep. Because I love that, love the soundtrack. Because uh, oh. me, me, yeah, wait, go ahead. Because you're the one who hooked me up with that. Wait, so you say, so you mentioned the soundtrack. So I know Skylar has probably seen it already a million times. But on the soundtrack, one of my personal favorite songs is Guardian Inferno, and I mean I just love it. And so now that they have that video, that music video, that's why Skylar's smiling. He knows what I'm talking about. The music video has all the the people, including James Gunn. He's on the drums, you know, it's, it's crazy. All the guys from the start of, of uh, Guardians is actually in this music video. And it's like really bad 1970s, like disco, whatever. But it's so bad, it's good. It's awesome. So when you get it, you yeah. got to watch it. Oh, you definitely got to watch it. The only thing that surprised me is it took them so long to drop it. I guess they wanted it to be closer to like the home video release. So people would know yeah. like, hey, go and pick it up on Blu-ray. But I was like why didn't you drop this like when the movie came out? Because I was like, that would have been the time to do it. But And Hasselhoff is full on, you know, don't hassle the Hoff mode, which I love. I love that guy. That guy is like partially my spirit animal. If he had on a pair of cowboy boots, I think he would be my spirit animal because that guy is just the best. Mm -hmm. We love the Hoff. And I'll tell you, that, that video, the cheesy 70s motif that, Shalane talks about, yeah. okay, um, I was raised on that. I graduated high school in 1977, guys, so what you see there is exactly <laughs> what videos looked like back in the 70s. That's it. it was dead on. Yeah, and that's why I love every minute of it, because I'm not going to lie, I love funk and i love disco music like that's my like guilty pleasure like that's why when uh the parliament was on the soundtrack i'm like this is awesome because i mean there's nothing that makes you want to get up and move like some old school you know funk and parliament mm-hmm. and the p-funk all-stars oh yeah man and george clinton george clinton yeah man that's what He's i'm saying man. like as soon as he comes on you know the party's about to pop off like as soon as that oh. comes on you know we've stepped it up another level 
Well, here's the thing, and Skylar, you'll see it once we get to Salt Lake. We have this jukebox that light up. I mean, it's, it stands about, you know, about three or four feet, and it's Bluetooth. So, you know, for a while there, we do play the Guardian soundtrack, but when but when um, flashlight gets on, when people walk by, we, we kept having people at Florida Supercon. If nothing else, they came by our booth because we played the best music. You know, because people were dancing around our booth besides the Garden soundtrack. We pop in some BGs. We pop in some, you know, some Michael Jackson. And there, there were people doing the dance off. Yeah. There were people dancing right by our booth. So well, that would be awesome. That was one of my favorite parts of the movie was the credits where everybody's kind of dancing in their pictures. And you see Batista yeah. and you see Karen Gilliam and you see like everybody's kind of dancing. And even when they threw uh, the guy from Jurassic Park, oh goodness, he's playing the. Uh, Taskmaster or whatever the new Thor yeah Jeff Goldblum thank you sir uh when he started dancing I'm like this is awesome like that was the best way like that day I went to see that movie I needed a win like I was like Deuce needs a win so I'm like I'm gonna go watch this and when I left I was like perfect that checked every box I'm super happy like this is a good way to kick off my Saturday so like I had a great great time were you guys talking? Yep. I was just listening to the soundtrack. So oh, were you? Yeah. <laughs> I saw your head bobbing over there. I didn't know I, I didn't know if you'd gotten in your own head jams yeah, over there or what was out, going on. You know? uh, well, speaking of jamming out, it's time for us to jam out. So, guys, go ahead and, and let us know where they can find you all on social media. Skylar, we're going to start with you. Uh, again, my Instagram and Facebook, you can find me on Skylord Cosplay. Uh, awesome. Simple enough. Cool. We'll put the description. Uh, yeah, we're the... going to put all that. Just send it to us because I'm forwarding all the stuff that you sent me uh, to Johnny. He's got all that. So we're going to put it all underneath the episode. So when they go to uh, SoundCloud and listen, like all the links are underneath. So they can click on it and go straight to it. Yep. Uh, Scholar, number one, thank you so much for your thank time. You so thank much. you for coming on with us. Uh, you did an awesome job today, man. So uh, thanks again, brother. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me on. Anytime, man. Anytime. The door is always open. Of course, the door is always open to Casa Commotion. It's Casa Commotion week here on the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. So hang tight. You want to keep listening because let me tell you, you thought this episode was good. Fridays is going to knock your socks off. It's going to get cray-cray. Yeah, it is. It It is. is. And we got to do that one. So speaking of that, how you can find us on the Internet, you can find us at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine. Also, you can hit us up at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Don't forget to put in the subject line, ask the buck. We're taking questions for the Mega Buck. We're going back to the Mega Buck uh, HQ headquarters over there for Retro Game Treasure very, very soon. So you want to see that. Also, hit us up on facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. And go to soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast. We're almost at 300 episodes, guys. There's tons of episodes you can listen to. Also, we're on iTunes, Google Play Music, uh, Stitcher, Stitcher, and we're working on Spotify. Spotify is a little weird, but we're working on it. That, and we're going to work on on iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, too. We're going to work on that, too. So we're going to hopefully be everywhere you can get a podcast. We'll be there. That's what we're working on. And, of course, when you're on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags. Hashtag Happy Hour Hour Podcast. podcast, Hashtag HH Podcast Show. show, And hashtag Deuces Deuces on on the the loose. loose. Later. Bye.